plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Marcus Mosier of Bleach Report. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And once again, I'm joined by the one and only Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBTB. You can also listen to him on his show, the How About Them podcast, as well as the Blogging the Boys podcast. Landon, how are you doing tonight, sir? Good, good. Ready to uh, discuss this game against Green Bay. It's going to be a difficult game, but the more you look at it, the more I feel like the team matches up and really it just comes down to a lot of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, so the more the more I look at it, the more discouraged I get, but that's not part of my personality at all. So let's jump right into it. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about Aaron Rodgers because he is the offense and everything mm-hmm. goes through Aaron Rodgers. So as I've watched uh, Rodgers over the last couple of weeks and I've seen how they're kind of operating their, their offense – uh, everything is on Aaron Rodgers at this point. I know in previous years they've tried to kind of limit the amount of things that he's going to do on offense. It seems like this year Mike McCarthy is just handing him the keys and letting him go. So what do you expect from Aaron Rodgers, and how do you kind of expect the Cowboys to slow him down? Uh, my, Just really quickly, my gut tells me that the Cowboys are going to use a lot of their Deacon defense, kind of daring the Packers into running the ball. And... I'm not sure it's going to work because, I, as I pointed out on Bleacher Report today, anytime Rodgers has more than two and a half seconds to throw in the pocket, his passer rating is over 120 this year. So I think the Cowboys got to find a way to get pressure on him early. Uh, but how do you think the Cowboys are going to hold up against Aaron Rodgers? Well, I think it's a lot of it's going to depend on you know how these their tackles kind of make it out of the this week of practice because uh, I think I, I tend to agree I tend to think that they are going to do a lot of Deacon defense uh, and just kind of grind his choices down and then hope that they can just compress the pocket enough that they can get him on the ground a couple times or at least uh, force him to make a, 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 a or have to make a difficult throw in order to you know even move the ball. Um, you know, I think that that's essentially you know, the only thing you can do is basically just make it more difficult for him and, and don't allow him to, I mean, you know, as as well as you can, don't allow him to get out of the pocket and get out and, and try to make plays while on the run. And, and I think it's difficult, it's easier, it's so much easier said than done, but I think that, you know, with... I think the Cowboys have shown that they have the the capabilities uh, schematically to do that to, to to have some success there, especially if there's not really a threat of a of a running attack. So they really need to make sure that if if, if Green Bay wants to run, they've got to stop. They got to immediately shut that down. And then, as far as Rodgers goes, I think it's really just kind of 
keeping him keeping him in and making him earn everything and 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 uh, just making you know not you know pressuring him but not being obsessed with like blitzing him or trying to get him on the ground more about you know uh getting him under pressure making him you know have to move off his spot a little bit making the throws a little bit difficult but you know i think there's going to see a lot of david irving in the middle of of the, of the defense in this game and whether or not he gets to 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 rogers or not if he can get his hands up and 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 just you know throw off timing or or bats and passes down or 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 you know cause three fumbles like he did last last time he played so well against them so uh that'd be nice yeah but i i just i feel like uh that's probably the route that they'll take is is to try to just you know really clog everything up and and just and see what what they can get out of that yeah, so I think it's going to be important that the Cowboys get pressure on Rodgers. Uh, I think it's worthy to note that Ty Montgomery, the team's starting running back, uh, is going to be pretty questionable in this game with a couple broken ribs. Uh, his backup, Jamal Williams, has a knee injury, which means that rookie Aaron Jones could be in the backfield. Uh, it's going to be important that the Cowboys try to keep the Packers uh, one-dimensional as much as possible. And it's also worthy to note that Devontae Adams, their other outside receiver with Jordy Nelson, he's probably going to be questionable in this contest as well. Um, Let's move on to the offensive line real quick because this has been a problem for the Packers for most of the season. They've been down to their fifth and sixth string uh, tackles. David Bakhtiari and Brian Balaga are questionable to play this game. I know they practice in a limited fashion on Wednesday. Do you think that's a matchup that the Cowboys can expose if – Bakhtiari and Balaga out of the lineup. I think that the job that they have to do uh, requires really good offensive tackles to be, you know, to really make Rodgers elite. Um, so I think it's a big matchup because really, like I mentioned before, it's you, you can't really or you don't really want to get so invested in like trying to pressure or get at Rodgers so much that you allow him to leak outside and and and, and get out in the flats and, and make plays while on the run. So, um really what you want to do is like I said compressing on the outside and I think I think doing that uh, is easier uh is a much easier job than uh, against, you know, less tackles of lesser quality than, than uh, you know, obviously the guys that we're talking about Balaga and Bakhtari are two of the best uh, pairing of offensive tackles in the league, if not the best. Um, you know, I think that I, I think that what you, you know, being able to correct, get a, a good level of your rush, you know, not over, you know, put, being pushed past the pocket, it, it's kind of difficult to do against guys like that. And I think if you if you're dealing with guards who are not used to normally playing in space, you might have better success in not only you know hurrying Rodgers, but also. Uh, like a contained, you know, compression upon him so he doesn't get outside and, and make a play. Yeah, and really quickly, there's one more matchup I want to talk about on the offense before we move to the defense. But uh, Byron Jones against Martellus Bennett. For This is a big matchup for a few different reasons. But I think more importantly, if the Cowboys can limit Rodgers to just throwing the ball on the outside, uh, it's going to help their defense in a big way. It's going to be able to help some of their safeties kind of just – uh, forget about having to cover uh, the middle portions of the field. And that way they can fo- focus on taking away the deep plays to Jordy Nelson and Adams and Cobb. Uh, I I think Bennett might give Byron Jones some problems because of his size. Uh, I know that uh, Martellus is a fantastic blocker in the run game. So I'm going to be kind of interested to see how the Cowboys can handle him. I'm not sure if we've seen somebody 
uh, with this kind of size going against Byron since Gronk in 2015. But Byron Byron was a rookie then. So I'm going to be curious to see how Byron can handle that size. What do you think about the matchup between Byron Jones and Martellus Bennett and some of the other matchups on the outside with Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, Devontae Adams? Well, Rodgers is obviously really good at making sure the ball gets around to a lot of different people. Um, but I, 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 you know, I'm pretty sure that Martellus Bennett is uh, – the leader in the of the clubhouse in in targets, so um, he's gonna get his looks for sure. And I think that I think it's a big matchup because if you can figure out a way to really limit Martellus Bennett and just, I mean, I think you know, despite his size, I think that uh, uh, Byron actually stuck with. Uh, Gronkowski for quite a while before things, you know, eventually Gronkowski kind of took over. So as a rookie, as a rookie, yeah, as a rookie, well. as a rookie. So I, I really think that this is a, a decent matchup for Byron um, because I don't know that even as as Bennett is in his advanced age, like how savvy he is. I think he's still kind of a. Uh, a, a, a you know a physical specimen type receiver, which is still enough for him. Um, but I, I think that that you know this is actually the kind of matchup that Byron um, I think can have some real success in, and if he can figure out a way to uh, limit him in route, that that would be a huge win for again. Really, what you're trying to do with Rodgers is just not allow him the easy throws like just get get the easy throws out of there so that he has to make you know you you have to he has to make the mo- more difficult throws to try to to try to even move the ball like because i think if you get too caught up in and and trying to bring him down and blitzing him he's just going to find the easy hole so it's mm-hmm. it's it's not trying to fool him it's just making everything he does difficult yeah, one quick thing on Rodgers and the Packers offense that I think it's going to be important to watch is watch to see if the Cowboys play a little bit more disciplined on the hard snaps and the hard counts because they got tricked into it twice last year in the playoff game. Rodgers hit, I think it was Richard Rodgers for the touchdown over Sean Lee's shoulders. That can't happen in this game. With the Cowboys defense being so young, they can't give up free plays to Aaron Rodgers. So just kind of watch to see how that happens. Um, let's pause for a second to talk about Cessna. Buying and selling a home can be stressful. That is until you meet the Cessna Premier Realty Group. The professional and experienced real estate agents of the Cessna Premier Realty Group provide service that is second to none. Focused on building personal relationships with our clients, Cessna Premier Realty Group realtors seek to understand their clients' needs and wants to ensure those needs and wants are met every time and will strive to provide a hassle-free buying and selling experience as they assist their clients with all their real estate needs. No matter the situation, they're here to help. If you or someone you know is buying, selling, or relocating, if you are struggling with the possibility of a short sale or foreclosure, the Sesame Premier Realty Group knows that you deserve the best and will make sure that you get the best. If you currently need or think you will have real estate needs in the future, contact the Sesame Premier Realty Group directly at 469-672-6987. You can also visit their website at www.yourdfwhomesolution.com. All right, let's move to the defense. Landon, why don't you just kind of give us an overview of the Don Capers defense and just what kind of scheme they're going to try to run against Dallas this week? Well, I think if you kind of think back to, um, you know, some of the – uh, you know some of his predecessors, and and, and he, you know Dom kind of ca- came about in a lot of different places, but but a lot of t- mostly in Pittsburgh, as as you well know. 
and mm-hmm. um, and so he he is definitely a, a disciple of the of the zone blitz type of uh, uh, schemes that you know, they run in Pittsburgh or they used to run in Pittsburgh and they they run a lot in uh, Tennessee with the uh, with the legendary uh, defense coordinator Dick LeBeau. Um, so I you know basically Dom has has since he's been up in Green Bay has kind of branched off into his own sort of form of of defensive uh, of defensive alignments that he they they run a lot of uh of uh two four fronts in in dime situations and 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 um you know kind of interesting uh alignments in order to kind of get their uh best grouping uh that they can out there you know dom has kind of been a veteran of uh of a, a series of up and down seasons and and mm. has, has been a whipping boy and and a golden boy up in green bay alternately for for years and and there's been calls for his jobs, and there's been pats on the back, and it seems to just kind of come furiously a, a lot with him. But um, you know, he's always gonna um, draw up something interesting. I know that Jason Garrett is is a fan of his because I think he was one of Jason's uh, first choices, if I'm not mistaken, uh, back when 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 Jason was uh, thinking about. Uh, well, Jason was was the head coach, or just getting hired there. So um, I, I I have a lot of respect for Dom Capers. You know, he he. Uh, he he has started kind of to he's never been afraid to evolve his uh, his system uh, to to the to the changing times. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I think the issue here is 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 talent. I, I think especially in the back end, uh, are you know do they have the talent to kind of match up with some of these teams? Um, they you know they didn't really. Uh, uh, you know, well, I think they, their safeties are good. I, I think yeah, their safeties they, are pretty good. Well, uh, but I, I but I think that even that's even that has been mitigated to, to a certain degree by by their cornerbacks because they've had to do stuff like put Morgan Burnett in the in in the in the slot uh, corner because they can't find another person to play the slot corner and they don't have enough cornerbacks to even play on the outside anymore because Randall's playing so bad that they have to bench him. So uh, you know, I mean, I think that. You're right that they have uh, uh, Ha Ha Clinton Dix is is not a bad safety at all. Um, I don't I don't think he's I don't think he's ever been the safety that they had hoped he was going to be. Um, but and I think Morgan Burnett is a good is a good safety as well. But but again, he he's had to kind of drop down now into a, a more of a, a slot corner role on 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 nickel uh, situation. So um, I think that. I think that you know if if they have a healthy Mike Daniels or at least if Mike Daniels is playing, that helps at least the talent level on this defense. But I think that they have some real issues at corner uh, waiting for Kevin King to to develop into a uh, uh, you know a NFL you know first round pick level talent. You know I, th- I mean I think he's going to have some growing pains as as most young corners will, despite his uh, athleticism. Uh, so I, I think you know. They they just have a, have a talent issues on the outside, and I think um, they're trying to spread the 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 hurt around a little bit, and that it, it kind of gets you know diminishing returns in the entire de- defensive backfield to a certain degree. Yeah, so I'll touch on their cornerbacks real quick. If you'll touch on their yeah, their pass rush, so uh, their cornerbacks: Kevin King, Quinton Rollins, Demarius Randall. And Devon House, they're all these kind of big, toolsy, athletic cornerbacks that just haven't played that well. I mean, it, it, they're they're very young. Kevin King's a rookie. Randall and Rollins are both, I think, third year players now. Um, they don't have a lot of quickness at that position, and that's kind of why I'm expecting this to be a Cole Beasley game, assuming that the Cowboys can find ways to get him open. I know Jason Garrett 
talked about they got to find ways to to get Beasley involved because they're a better football team when Beasley t- touches the ball. So I kind of expect that this is going to be a big Cole Beasley game. Uh, he should have his way with any of those corners because none of them just have the quickness to keep up with him in a slot. Uh, Dez will be able to match up with them because of his physical talents, and he's a good enough route runner to make these guys pay. Yeah, their, their cornerbacks are by far their weakest part of the roster. I think they can abuse them. Uh, again, I'm going to predict that th- predict this. This is another game where I think Bryce Butler is going to have an impact because of his ability to stretch the f- the ball down the field. Um, I, Quinton Rollins doesn't have a lot of deep speed, so if they can get Rollins matched up with Butler, I, I kind of expect the Cowboys to take their chances down the field. Uh, do you have any c- quick thoughts on the cornerbacks, or do you want to move on to the defensive line? No, we could talk about the defensive line. I mean, I think we covered it. I mean, the only other thing I would say is Evans on the back end. I think is someone that, that they can target now that they're using Burnett more in the dime, um, like in the slot corner, as in the dime and nickel situation. So, um, and then uh, you know, as far as pass rushers go, uh, you know, they've added Am- Ahmad Brooks, which I mean, I, I totally have forgotten that, that he was on their team until I watched uh, one of their games. And he wasn't and bad I, against the Bears. He no, I mean, he wasn't bad, but I, he's, he doesn't quite look like the guy that um, that I remembered either. So, um, But, uh, you know, Clay Matthews is back kind of playing his more natural position at, as outside linebacker, as a pass rusher. Um, and then when they go into base, they got uh, Fackrell, I think, is their base mm-hmm. strong side linebacker. Um, and, and Nick they've Perry playing, is out. Nick yeah, Perry. Nick, Nick Perry has got a hand situation. I don't know. If, did he practice? I didn't see if he did or not. But uh, I know he I, played last week with a big club on his hand, so I, yeah. I'm not sure if he if he's going to play or not in this contest. Yeah, and I, he's he's got a hand issue that isn't going to be healed by this. So he'll probably if he plays, he'll probably play with that club again. Um, you know, really, you just you, you talk about Kenny Clark on the inside. You talk about Mike Daniels. Dean Lowry is is uh, you know a guy that. Maybe uh, hasn't quite. I, I think that they had high expectations to him for him going into the season, but I don't know that he's played quite as well as they had hoped. Um, Quentin uh, Dial's just okay. Yeah, I mean, Dial's been a guy. I think that's really just been kind of a, a person they plugged in to to uh, to take Daniel's place while he's gone at certain at certain places. Uh, but their linebacker core is, you know, I mean, I like Blake Martinez. Um, I like Ryan. I I mean, I um, they, they what's the other guy that that Joe hurt? Thomas. Joe Thomas, I, I think he 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 was a guy who could play. He's not actually going to play, but um, so I, I think that you know that's one area that I, I I focused a lot. I think that they should focus a lot. They they will have to focus a lot. Is is uh, is is making sure that they get hats on their linebackers in the run game, and uh, and you know trying to see if they can get these guys. I mean, because they are tackling machines. Like Martinez is extremely athletic. He reminds me a lot of Jordan Hicks in certain ways. Maybe not quite that athletic, but you know, guys who could run and kind of do it all. So uh, what are your thoughts? Do you have any thoughts on any of those guys? I just think this game is a totally different game if Mike Daniels is playing. Now, I haven't heard. I, I guess I didn't see. Did he practice on Wednesday? I think he's playing. I think he's yeah, playing. Yeah, so he's, he's a problem because he's a really good – interior player that can play on the outside or wherever they want to throw him in. So I, I think he can I, – my guess is that Capers is going to try to line him up against Cooper or Chaz Green and try Green. to find a mismatch. Yeah. yeah. So he's a problem, but the rest of their defensive line isn't great. Clay Matthews can still be a, a problem. However, 
Um, we've seen in the past against Dom Capers, teams have used kind of the read option to mitigate some of their pass rush and just, you know, to be able to run the ball really well. I can remember that game with the 49ers with Kaepernick. Oh, yeah. I think Kaepernick ran for like 200 yards against them. So Capers they have always really had issues that. with that. Yeah, they never yeah, really, they never they really have, fixed that in their system. No. <laughs> so if I'm Scott Linehan and Jason Garrett, that's something that I'm absolutely going to rely on on this game because – their linebackers are good, but I don't know. I don't know if they're good enough to stop the Cowboys' running game. And if you add the read option, zone read element to it, I think that can be kind of a dangerous combination. Do, do you agree? Yeah, and I think that Lael Collins has, has an opportunity to finally kind of have maybe a good game against a guy that I actually think he probably matches up pretty well against. That uh, you know, I think I think he could, you know Matthews is quick and, and and explosive, but not so quick and explosive that that Collins can't handle him, or or not you know nearly as quick as explosive some of the other guys that Collins have faced so far this year. Uh, and I think he's really going to have an opportunity to be able to beat up a little bit on him on on in the run game. So uh, it, it, you know, it might be you know. Uh, bounce back confidence booster game for for uh, a guy like Leo Collins who you know hasn't played bad but I think just you know needs you know he needs a game where he's kicking people's butts you know like that's what he's been put out there to do. He needs we a have, cupcake game. We he haven't seen a, a we haven't seen a game where he's been where he's been kicking people's butts and that's what he does and that's kind of you know I think he's been trying to survive. I, I we haven't seen a game yet where he's thrived I guess. All right so. Last thing we're going to do is we're going to do predictions. I do want to remind you. I think I'm four and zero predicting these games so far. Just, just I think to let I you think know. I think you've predicted both sides of every single game on multiple <laughs> platforms, Marcus. But whatever. all right, I will let you go first. What, what are you? What are your predictions for this game? Give me your score. Man, I, I think that it's you know likely to be. Uh, if the Cowboys are going to win, it's going to need to be a, a under thirty point game. Um, I would agree. Yeah, so I think that the Cowboys, I think the Cowboys win twenty eight twenty four. I think that Zeke has one hundred and fifty yards running, and I think that they dominate time of possession, uh, and uh, you know they get a couple of good stops early on in the game against Rogers. They, they the Cowboys score some points, and then uh, Rogers kind of uh, just uh, just doesn't. Just doesn't get it done with, while trying to force it and trying to play catch up. So and on few opportunities. So that's my that's my prediction. All right, I'm going to give you an in depth prediction on this one. So first of all, I think the Packers are going to win this game, 37 to 27. I, I just I don't see a way the Cowboys defense is ready to stop Aaron Rodgers yet. Now that doesn't mean by the end of the season in the playoffs I don't think they can do it, but I just think they're not ready yet to play with a quarterback of this caliber. So I think the Cowboys will lose this game, go two into three, into the bye, and during that extra week off, they'll figure out this defense, and they'll go on a little run after their bye week. But I do think they're going to drop this one. I just don't see a way that they're going to hold Aaron Rodgers under 30 points. Any final thoughts as we wrap up this show? Yeah, I mean, I think it's tough to kind of – the, the tough part, unfortunately, is that we're doing this – uh, you know, uh, earlier in the week than than you'd love, especially when you have to deal with injury reports. But this whole the whole face of this game is going to be changed based on who who plays in the game, uh, whether Sean Lee is playing, whether uh, you know Hitchens. It looks like Hitchens will, probably will play, but whether those tackles or any of those guys are playing, that that all is going to completely affect and shift the change of this game. But ultimately, I think at the end of the game, the end of the day, it's going to be about how well do the Cowboys run the ball and control the clock. 
how how much can the Cowboys slow down Aaron Rodgers? And and really, the the answer to those two questions will give you your your answer on who wins. All right, that's it for today's show. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Hit us up with a five star review. Leave a review and your Twitter handle, and you'll be eligible to win a free Pro Football Focus Ed subscription. We'll be back on Monday to discuss the game. Hopefully the Cowboys' big win over the Packers. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you right back here next week. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org catalyst.